Hello, welcome to Reframing Mindset Podcast. We are clear minded of the thoughts that are preventing clarity. Practice my speech, among other things. Episodes range from informative knowledge to funny stories about my experiences, and in the future, maybe include interviews. So subscribe and enjoy. Episodes drop every other day. Okay, um, welcome back to the Reframing Mindset Podcast. This is um, Colin Smith Brooks. And um, today in Jamaica is recognized as National Heroes Day. So I guess I'll just take this podcast to you know, recognize our heroes and talk about something regarding heroes that have always kind of been on my mind. And yeah, you know. So let's get into it. So, I guess in, in Jamaica, we have about, we have, um, let's see, I think, six, yeah, six heroes and one heroine. <laughs> yeah. Think that that's a female hero. So, yeah, say a Paul Bogle, Sir William Alexander Bustamante, Marcus Garvey, George William Gordon, Norman Manley, Nanny of the Maroons, and Samuel Sharp. All of them did some significant some significant thing that either brought us out of slavery or propelled us up into where we are now. So you have like Paul Bogle that led the Morant Bay Rebellion in, in um, St. Thomas. Yeah, that's that's how far I get into it. Like I'm just giving a general overview of of what they do because if I was to go into everything it would take it would be a very long podcast. So you have Alexander Bustamante which was which made the Jamaica Labour Party JLP which is one of the political parties in Jamaica. And he founded um the Bustamante Industrial Trade Union, which I don't know what that is, but I guess it's a trade union, whatever that is. But you know, he he also did some other stuff too. And uh, Marcus Garvey, I guess I think he should be the most known. I would assume he's the most known because. He's heard, I heard his name everywhere, like, you know, even, so yeah, I think he's the most known, because he has done a lot of, a lot of stuff, 
which I, I kind of don't know. But you know, he, he, he did a very lot of stuff. I should really look into all these things, you know, but maybe another time. You have George William Gard, who is a wealthy mixed race Jamaican businessman and a politician. He was a part help it, help with that um around me rebellion too, I think. Yeah. So I'm I'm just giving a general overview based on what I think I know so you know if you're interested they can actually look in look into them and see the full story. You have Norman Manley. He was an advocate for the universal suffrage, which is um, universal suffrage. I think that is some, yeah, right to vote. Yes, the right to vote. Yeah, so he is the one that, you know, give, give my, many of us the right to vote. Like before then, you have to be have a land, own land, and only a small few of people, small amount of people had land to that scale, you know. So, mm -hmm. he's a year indeed. Well, so you have none of the maroons. She led a community of formerly enslaved Africans called the Greenward Maroons. She um she always um she was known to fight you know guerrilla war fear and against the British authorities in the colony of Jamaica in what became known as the First Maroon War. Yeah, so nine after my wounds was was carrying carrying the maroons back in the days. So you know this is a terrible podcast. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep recording it anyway because why not? You have Samuel Sharp. Sam Sharp, you know, you know, I think technically, I think he, he, well, outside of, if I were to rank it, I think he might be the, the second most, he, he would be the second most known, because you have like Sam Sharp's career, like if, I think if anybody comes to Jamaica and or at least come to movie, they must have heard of Sam Shark Square. So I, I I think he would have been the, the second most. If not him, maybe Nanny after Maroon. So it was, yeah, so about him, 
Well, a Jamaican slave was the lead, leader of the Baptist War Slave Rebellion, which is known as the Christmas Rebellion in Jamaica. And its image is on the $50 note. So if you look on the Jamaican $50 note, you can see his face. Yeah, so that's, that's, um, so that's basically all of them, you know. Carry us far, far away. Look at us now. But what I was saying, like, I always sit down and think about it, you know. Like, we have these seven heroes, you know. Great heroes and all these things. But it's like from our slave days. I've been over, it's like we don't have any heroes anymore. Like it seems like we have to go through some sort of big thing like slavery to get a hero or something like that. Because I've been thinking about it like Jamaica have some great people that you know bring the name of Jamaica all over the world, like for example Bob Marley, yo. Like, I think if anybody here outside of Jamaica hear about Jamaica, if you ask them about Jamaica, the first thing they would say is Bob Marley. Isn't it? Mean? So it's like that man basically should be a hero because he, he basically put Jamaica, he, he was one, he was one of the man that basically put Jamaica on the map in the world, you know? But, you know. And uh, maybe we don't really understand how the serial thing works, you know. Next person we think have you seen both, you know. That man carried, carried Jamaica in the Olympics for a couple of years. Or that 12 years? This man basically carried Jamaica. And and it's like they don't respect the man, you know? You just make him call him Google and then when, you, when him done, you just use him as a prop. It's like the big disrespect to the man, you know? That man should be recognized as a hero because of that. Like, you know? Yeah. That, just, that is just my opinion. And next one that I recently get into that I think that she she should be a heroine <laughs> is um Shelly and Fraser Price. And it's not really for her um what do you call it her um running thing. But it's partly because of that. But also because in this age of feminism and woman empowerment, I think women, a lot of women are lost into what exactly is an empowered woman, you know? And I think Shelley and Fraser Price is a great example for Jamaicans to know what truly is an empowered and 
so-called strong and independent. You know, because look at Shelly and achieve her success, she dominate on the track and all these things, you know. But at the end of the day, she have a husband, she have a children, and she's a happy, happy mother and all these things. But it's like, so she's a great example that if she was a hero, if she was recognized as a hero, a lot of women could have a great, you know, mother of what? Uh, I know, a, and a woman, and I'm poor Jamaican woman could be, you know, because like, that, that's just my opinion, because like, I, I recently, like, I, I watch uh an interview with her with um Yendu Phillips or something like that. And she was talking about yo she never too into the the whole having a kid thing but when she have it she realized that yo she loved being a mother, you know? And and that I think those are the things that and she, you know, she raised her husband and things like that. I, I think that's the thing that in this age of so-called empowered woman and woman, you know, trying to get the bag and trying to make all these doors. I think this is what women need to see that, yo, you can make your bag and, you know, isn't it what... Isn't it? That, that's how we see. But I think, I don't know who give these people, I think at the politics, prime minister or whoever, but if, if he couldn't give these people the, the, the title here, he should. You know, because I think simply by giving them the hero and, you know, then I book and all these things, it's like it does switch the message of Jamaica instantly, you know. And then say, yo, some average youth, you know, where 20 years and, and a woman, where, you know, when I hear Shelly and Fraser press story, and I say, yeah, woman say, yeah, you know, but, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, it seems like a hard sell. It's a hard sell. But that just, that is just my rant and, the US you know, so right. later, you know, yeah, so um, also, I guess, I finally figured out, or at least I think I did, how to set up the payment thing, so basically what I've seen is that you guys can actually do a monthly payment thing, which I highly doubt anyone would, but you know, it's there if you're interested. And also, I think that's the only payment thing. Yeah, donations as oh. Oh, I also figured out the ads, the ad, the ad thing. So you might hear ads 
when um when you're listening to this thing so it's just a way to try generate income because you know i'm recording these podcasts so why not try to generate income from it you know so if it's annoying i guess you could message me and say oh the ads are annoying and i'll try to change them and stuff like that you know but other from that that's that's it if you want you can you know follow on follow me on twitter yeah at chemo k-h-e-m-o two four zero yeah and you can you know send a message and ask about stuff that you want to talk about and also i figured out that you can actually um record podcasts with people on here as well so if somebody interested in recording a podcast with me that would be cool i guess i might be nervous i had no idea what to talk about but you know it's a nice way to get views to to get (laughs) listens i should say and you know and go to podcast and then eventually start generating income and then i can increase this the quality because right now i'm just basically recording it from my phone so eventually i can you know upgrade my stuff and put it on other places and you know stuff like that this podcast i'm basically recording it in the night which is why it kind of i kind of some lazy like i'm kind of tired but you know i have to do it because I want I want to be consistent for at least about thirty days just to see what what I can do, you know? Um yeah. So this this podcast this episode kinda shaky but you know yeah they won't be all perfect so so yeah you can follow me on twitter at chemo240 and um instagram at chemo k-h-e-m-o underscore underscore you know and uh, i'm also on twitch that I also stream sometime which uh, is apocalyptic chemo that's a p o c l y p t i c k h e m o yeah and on youtube and yeah so i guess i'll actually put these things in the description of what i'm talking about so yeah yeah later uh, again <laughs> well this is the end of the episode thanks for watching 
and look forward for the next episode. To support this podcast, go to anchor.fm slash cssb slash support or become a sponsor for this episode. If you have a product that you want to have more exposure, DM me on the Instagram page, Reframing Mindset Podcast, or on Twitter at Reframing P. Either way would help. Thank you regardless for for listening, and here's a preview for the next episode. YouTube and all those other stuff, just for, you know, grab the downtime, and then what happens is, basically, in that 90 days, if nothing else changes, I would have um, 90 podcasts up. That would be a significant amount, and that would be like a good amount of viewers. Because imagine, right now, I look recently have five audience. If one new person come and watch every one of that new podcast, that's 90 new audience. You know? Isn't it? So that's the power of the 90 days to change your life. And that's just one aspect. Imagine if I get the license now, along with building up my skill, I'll be able to, you know, you 